You're listening to Misunderstood Podcast, where we're setting the record straight on all things misunderstood. I'm your host, Kelly Hall, pageant runner-up, model, speaker, entrepreneur, pageant queen, and U.S. Navy lieutenant. I may have never won a Miss USA title, but I am the queen of being misunderstood. Welcome to the show, guys. Hey, 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 guys. Welcome to the show. It is a nice and wonderful 11 o'clock at night here in Los Angeles, California. And you might be thinking, Kelly, what are you doing? Go to bed. You're right. I should go to bed. But guess what? You got to make time for your passions, friends. And as you all know, I am a full-time active duty Navy lieutenant. And this, unfortunately, is not my full-time job because I just decided to serve my country instead. So I got to make time for my passions where I can. So here I am. I should probably should have gotten a cup of coffee, but that's fine. Alas, I'm going to record for you all. And you know, I think I'm feeling inspired a little bit by my topic, which is what is keeping you from your passions? I, maybe I'm like inspiring myself. I probably should inspire myself because I'm sitting here thinking like there's so many people out there who aren't pouring their heart or their soul or any part of them into their passions because of what I'm going to bring up this evening. They're saying I don't have time, I don't have money, or they simply just don't have the confidence. Those are like, I feel like the three things it kind of always just boils back to. And passions are passions. Like those are the burning things inside your soul that just typically don't go away. Like they're not hobbies. They're not like fixer uppers. They're not, you know, things that, you know, that you doodle on a paper for fun or something that you dabble in on the weekends. It's like a passion. It keeps you up at night. It You're still thinking about it year after year, or maybe you dreamt about it when you were a kiddo or as an adult, that's what you're making time for even after work like me, you know, but that's what a passion is. But with that, I think sometimes we start talking ourselves out of our passions. That's crazy. I mean, whenever your passions are knocking at your heart the way that they are, there's a reason for them. I don't think it's necessarily not for full-time employment. Like I may never be a full-time podcast host ever. I may never get a six-figure income from hosting podcasts, but there might be fulfillment in so many other ways. And that's what's filling my passion. That cup of passion might be filled by inspiring others or from connecting with people or extending myself in a variety of other ways. It doesn't have to be financial, but that passion is coming from within for a reason. So like, let's have these conversations because, you know, right now, whether you're listening from your car or from your home or you're folding laundry, let's think about those passions. What is it that you have been thinking about time and time again? And you're like, wow, I just have consistently always been passionate about X or Y or Z, but you're not doing it. Okay. My next question is, 
why. And if it's about money or time or confidence, then we're going to erase those excuses today because that cannot hold you up for the rest of your life. It cannot. Because time, guess what? You have an abundance of it. You do. I mean, right now you do. You have tomorrow. What if you don't have tomorrow? I mean, that would suck. Hopefully you have tomorrow. But tomorrow, you know, take advantage of it. Take advantage of the next hour. Take advantage of the next 10 minutes. Take advantage of the night that you have. Like, don't blow the time that you do have. Take advantage of it. Money. I mean, you have money in your bank account. Save it. Like, there's so many options that we have that we're not taking advantage of. So I want to speak into those people who are making excuses right now and not attacking their passions. So first thing I want to talk about is money. You're using money as an excuse to keep you from your passions. Now, I want to tell a quick story because this person is really near and dear to my heart. And I had to get a little background. Shout out to Hatch. They are the company that produces my podcast. And the owner, Eric Jacobson, who is the best of the best, his wife, Sarah Jacobson, I met on Instagram. I met her on Instagram like three years ago now, right? She DM'd me. I mean, I had like a whopping... 2,000 followers or something, maybe less. I was working for Bumble at the time. And she's an esthetician and she's doing facials and dermaplanes and that sort of thing. And so she DM'd me and was like, hey, I'm new to Columbus. I just moved here from Cleveland. And I'd like to offer you a free facial in exchange for like a post or maybe a few referrals, that sort of thing. And I was like, oh, I'm so honored. Like I don't get free stuff very often. I have 2,000 followers. So I went in to go see her and I kid you not, she was like renting on a room. Room was like a lightly used term. Like it was essentially like a closet, but um, a really tiny room in this like loft building with several offices. And she just took so much pride in what she did. Her business is called Skin and Sugar. And she's very meticulous. She's so passionate. I mean, it just radiated from her, the way she talked about skin and skincare and the way she smiled. And she was like hella pregnant too. Like, you know, still working and fighting the good fight, even while being pregnant and like super, super sick and just hustling, you know, DMing people like me who are not, you know, huge influencers, but just trying to connect with people really, really humbly. Well, I say this because she was passionate and she believed in her passion and she believed in her business And very shortly after that, I believe it was about a year later, you know, I continued to see her, continued to connect with her. I absolutely loved her and her work. And she invested in a property in a storefront down the street in Columbus, Ohio. And she opened up Skin and Sugar, the storefront. And so she hired on three more employees and she hired on a receptionist And she had a storefront of skin and sugar. And her business boomed 
400% in the first year. I mean, it took off. And this was within the first two years of me knowing her. And I was still seeing her. And I still had my measly 3,000 followers. And I was with her from the start. And she still had only been in Columbus for like less than a year and a half. And I was like, Sarah, how did you do this? And she's like, honestly, I just (laughs) really love skin and I really love skincare. And if this was ever going to get to the level that I wanted it to, I had to invest. And it was worth it. It was worth it in my dream and my vision to invest. And of course, like it's going to take a little bit of a hit in my finances for a moment, but it's worth it to take that hit now to see my vision come to fruition later. And now, here we are a year and a half later, she's opening up another storefront, I believe in Dublin, Ohio. So in a matter of three years, she was working in that little closet in Upper Arlington, Ohio. And now she's two storefronts later and she is thriving opening up Skin and Sugar in Columbus, Ohio. I am just so proud of her. But the theme there is that it can happen through that investment. And, you know, people use money, 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 money as an excuse. But, you know, she didn't necessarily have that money, but she invested it and she saved it. And she took that risk and her passion and it was worth it because she was so passionate about her business. And now she has like eight plus, probably way more than that, 10 plus employees working for her, but it was worth it. And, you know, I saw a similar experience for me. I don't follow photography anymore, but I was a photographer. I had just graduated from the Naval Academy and I was always way too scared to spend money on myself. I don't know what it was, but anything over like $100, I was like, absolutely not. I can't do that. I don't know if I just have this like stigma about finances. Like in my mind, I'm like poor. So I just didn't spend money. But when I graduated from the Naval Academy and I went on deployment and I was saving money, I came back from sea and I had extra cash saved. And I had been obsessed with photography since I was in seventh grade, but I'd never bought a nice camera. So I was like looking at cameras, looking at cameras, and I saw a couple models I liked. So I bought a nice camera, but nothing that was like professional level. So anyways, I bought a camera, actually went back to the Naval Academy for a weekend, showed it off to one of my friends. And she was like, Kel, honestly, at this point, you should just buy a full frame camera. And I was like, whoa, I can't do that. Like that is way too much money. That's investment. Like that's crazy. And she was like, yes, but I did that when, you know, I was a sophomore at the Naval Academy, a youngster making no money. And she's like, the amount of money I have made from my photography business, it's paid that camera off threefold at this point. She's like, if you're going to put $1,000 toward this camera, you might as well put $3,000 toward a professional camera and get the right camera. And I was like, oof, I don't know. So the entire flight home, I just had that kind of like internal dilemma because I've always heard that about, you know, investing. Like, okay, if you're going to invest, you might as well put like X amount of money toward the right thing than putting that money toward the wrong thing. And then you have to go back and buy the right thing anyways, right? 
Well, I started thinking about it and I was like, you know what? I have the funds and I can put the rest down on a credit card and I can get something I really, really want. Who knows? Like this is a lifetime investment. I'll have this camera forever. And so I ended up buying the professional camera and investing. And I kid you not, the final straw was I was getting my nails done and I was still like debating whether or not I should go to Best Buy and get this camera. I was like, because I didn't believe in like spending money. For all of you out there who are like, yeah, I'm passionate, but I don't want to spend money. Yes, I am that person. So I understand. But (laughs) listen to this. My final piece of advice came from the lady that was doing my nails in downtown San Diego. She's a sweet, sweet Asian woman. And she was doing my toenails and everyone else had like this standard, you know, like the UV light that they're using on your toes when they're doing the gel. Well, she whips out this like fancy Rolls Royce UV light. And I was like, whoa, like that's fancy. And she goes, oh yeah, like I bought it myself. It's not what came with the business. And I was like, you buy your own UV light? And she goes, "Uh uh-huh. It was more expensive, but it will dry your nails faster. And I go, oh, wow, that's really, really nice. She goes, "Uh uh-huh. You've got to invest in your passions. And I'm like sitting there. I'm like, all right, well, that's not a sign from God. I need to go get that camera. And I'm like, she's right. You do have to go invest in your passions. And so the very next day, I went to Best Buy And I got the Canon 5D Mark III, and that is the camera I still have today. It's been six years, actually, and I had no idea at the time that I was going to turn that camera into the camera I would use for my photography business, and that I would start taking portraits on it, and I'll start taking senior portraits on it, and I would start taking wedding photography on it and family portraits. And then soon I'd have a website and soon I'd have clients and soon I'd have Kelly Renee photography, but it all started from investing. And that is the scariest part. And I made all of the money back that I invested in that camera. But first it came from passion, just like Sarah at Skin and Sugar, just like the lady who did the nails, just like me, from photography, starting the seventh grade, it came from that passion, that burning feeling inside of you that you've had forever, that you wake up and you get excited about. It didn't come from you just wanting to blow money on something. It comes from you really, really want to invest in something, but you're just not sure if you can pull the trigger on it. Well, think back to that exciting feeling that you can't live without that's where you start from. And then you think about the investment you need to make. And then passion plus that investment means there's probably going to be a return on investment. So I know the money is keeping you from really pulling the trigger on your passion, but I would be willing to bet that there's going to be a return on investment If it's not financially, it's going to be emotionally or it's going to be in your well-being. Because for me, I think about even like something as small as, okay, this is trivial, but like clothes. 
I'm not like a huge shopper. I don't shop all the time. I know that's like shocking, but I really don't shop all the time because I wear a uniform. <laughs> I wear a uniform every day. So I don't really need to have like a ton of clothes. But sometimes like if I spend $30 and I wear it out on a Friday night, I feel amazing. And it was like worth that $30. So it's the same thing. If you're investing in a passion that makes you so happy, it doesn't matter that you're not making money from it. It's fulfilling you and that's enough. So think about that. I'm giving you permission to invest in yourself. So stop letting finances be an issue. Do your research, be smart, but also reflect on that passion. Next, I'm going to get real with you guys because I'm doing a podcast at 1122 at night and you're going to sit here and tell me that you don't have time. I don't want to hear it. You have time. You have time. Guess what? I haven't turned on Netflix once today. All right. I had a full day of work. I took my Dale for a little walk. I got a coffee. I came back. I kept on working and then I hustled and I started my side hustles because that's what you do when you're passionate and you want to make time for all these other things that you're passionate about. So don't tell me that you don't have time. If you have time to scroll on Instagram for five hours, if you have time to watch Netflix, and by watch Netflix, I mean like not one or two episodes to like clear your brain. I mean binge watch multiple series all the time. You have time. Like you legitimately have lots of time on your hands. If you hang out with the girls four to six to seven to eight times a week, like don't tell me that you don't have time. Before Austin, I was hustling. I would go to work. I would work out. I would come home from my workouts. I'd cook dinner or order sushi and then would start my side hustles. So whether that was like editing photos for clients or I was working for Bumble or whatever it was, I'm not saying you need to shut off your social life because I definitely didn't do that, but you need to start carving out the time for your passion. And for me, I live by my Google calendar. That is what saves me. And I prioritize when I need to schedule in my passions. So I look at it like it is a job. So for me, my podcasting, I know I need to get out my episodes every Tuesday. So I like to get my recording done either the Thursday before or the Wednesday before. Hopefully not the Monday before, but if I need to edit the Monday before I do that, but that's all part of my calendar beforehand. And I check my email in the evenings after work, whether it's for influencer collaborations or it's with businesses and things like that. But I prioritize all of those things. First thing in the morning, I'm creating content. And that's when I work out. I'll do my workouts immediately at 7 in the morning with Body by Craig. But I make time for all of those things. But you have to be very, very scheduled if you're going to make time for your side hustles. When I was doing photography with the Navy and then when I was modeling more with the Navy, all of those things I was squeezing in sometimes before work. So I was doing like early morning sessions or I was running from work and doing evening sessions, especially in San Diego. I was like running from the ship doing a beach session, beach session rather, in downtown San Diego. So 
it's just a matter of like looking at your calendar week by week. Sundays, I will look at my plan for the week and I live by my calendar and I factor in, I mean, every evening I plan ahead when I need to create content, when I need to create podcast episodes, when I'm going to get emails written out or podcast notes written out or whatever it is, because I know all those things take time, but you have to be organized. But I think you're sitting there saying you don't have time. You do have time. And I'm not saying that everybody needs to be as organized as I am, or you need to have perfect time management skills, but it takes sacrifice if you're going to make time for your passions. If you really, really care about your passions and you really want to execute them and start participating in them, you're going to have to start sacrificing. Like you don't need to see every season of Selling Sunset. Is that really fulfilling you? Maybe it's making you laugh a little bit, but like, is it really fulfilling you? What is fulfilling you? What is the small business that you want to start? Or what's the book that you want to read? Or, you know, what's the book club that you wanted to start? Or, you know, the blog that you've already dreamed about doing? Like, what is something that you wanted to do outside of work or maybe inside of work, but you're not doing because you're devoting it to other things that aren't as important? And when you sit down and look at what you're devoting your time to that isn't important, Sometimes it's kind of chilling. So really take time and assess that. When I'm given a day, like an honest day to knock stuff out, and I'm just like, you know what? Today is that day. I'm going to knock everything out. I just immediately make a list of everything. I'm like, there's no reason I can't knock out five things, whether it's a podcast episode, a blog, you know, a collaboration with XYZ, it's a content creation, Whatever it is, down to something as small as making a reel for Instagram. But planning those ahead and making lists, that helps me a ton. But your time management has to be on point if you're going to make time for your passions. But don't let that be an excuse for you anymore because you have the time. You just need to make time for it. Lastly, so... I would say that this is the most important one, but probably the hardest one to cultivate when it comes to what's keeping you from your passion. And that's confidence. Because the whole world is just telling you not to. The whole world is telling you there's already too many influencers, there's too many bloggers, there's too many podcasters, there's already too many models, there's already too many business owners, there's already too many skincare professionals, there's already too many businesses or whatever it is. And so you're thinking, well, what do I have to add to the table? But I think at one point, all of the most successful people in the world had nothing. You know, at one point, someone didn't know Oprah's name. At one point, Sports Illustrated models had zero followers on Instagram. At one point, Caitlin Bristow wasn't The Bachelorette. At one point, Hannah Brown didn't make top 15 at Miss USA. At one point, all these people just were normal people who thought they failed but we're picking themselves back up again and trying to be confident and pursue their passions, you know? But the key was that they got back up again and they did it anyway. And 
I think it's scary to dive into your passions, but you need to remember what if. And that is what always gets me. Every single time. Those two words are the most too powerful I think I ever tell myself is what if. Because I'll start saying like, oh no, how are they going to see me? There's no way they're going to see me. There's no way I'm going to get picked. There's no way someone's going to see my application. There's no way I'm going to win. There's no way I'm going to do this. There's no way I'm going to make a podcast. There's no way. But what if? And I don't think those are dangerous words. I think those are powerful words. Because what if? I think there's more to lose by not doing something. And every single situation of my life in my 20s, I mean, I only know because I did them, but more has come from taking advantage of every opportunity than had I not. I mean, by golly, if I had not done Miss Ohio USA, my whole life would be different. And I can backtrack even further. I almost did not apply to become an HR officer because my own family member, not my parents, obviously, but a member of my family told me I would never get selected because it's so hard to become an HR officer. And I thought, well, okay, I'm probably not going to get selected. But then deep down, I was like, but like, what if I got selected? So instead, I put together a kick butt package and I decided to apply and full throttle and gave it my best go. And I got selected as a human resources officer and I got sent to Columbus, Ohio. And being sent to Columbus, Ohio changed my entire life. I wouldn't even done Miss Ohio USA had I not been sent to Columbus, Ohio. I wouldn't have met the people I met. I wouldn't have met Austin. I wouldn't have gotten involved in modeling. I wouldn't have met all the connections I did in Ohio. All of these things wouldn't have come to fruition. And so I look back and I think the same thing happened with modeling. I almost didn't go to meet my agent, but then I thought, what if down to Miss California, I was thinking, you know, maybe I should just save money. I want to save for a wedding and a home. And then I thought, but what if, like, what if I were to win and I didn't even end up winning, but there were so many other benefits that came from even just participating. And even now I almost didn't start a podcast because I thought I should just cool off for a little bit. You know, I should just take time for me and for Austin and for the puppy that we wanted to get. But then I thought, what if, what if I start a podcast? What if, you know, I'm able to branch out and meet people and collaborate and interview and, you know, make a difference. So think about that. All of these opportunities that you're passing by because you're too afraid and because you don't feel like you have the confidence yet to do it. But what if you did? What if you actually did it? What if you won? What if you were selected? What if you met the love of your life? What if you met your best friend? What if you met someone that led you to a life-changing job or a life-changing move? You know, even now, I'm participating in Sports Illustrated Swim Search 2021. Super scary, guys. <laughs> it's lasting a little bit longer than I thought. I'm hearing rumors that it may not even end until November 1st. At least that's when we might get callbacks. But I keep just trying to tell myself, like, what if? You know, maybe I'm crazy, 
maybe no one's even seen anything of mine. Like maybe no one's seen my video or my submission or my post. Maybe, you know, I don't have a real shot. Maybe I'm too short. I don't know. But what if I want you to walk away and think about that in life too? Because you have these passions. You have something inside of you saying that you are smart enough and that you're brave enough and that you're creative enough and you are capable to do blank. Whatever that passion is, whatever that is that is driving you, your body is telling you you can do that. Your heart and your soul, but your mind is telling you and freaking yourself out. But what if you did it? Think about that. So I want you guys to walk away with those three things because if you eliminated money, time, and confidence, and you really dove into your passions, imagine what you could do. And imagine how happy you could be. Imagine the business you could build or the people you could impact or the happiness that you could unfold because you're actually doing what you want to do. And like I said, it's not about six-figure incomes or it's not about altering your career or meeting the love of your life. It's just about pursuing what makes you happy. And I am doing what makes me happy. It is 1135 and I am podcasting and you know what? My microphone cost me $65 and it's the best $65 I ever spent. And I'm not getting sleep right now, but I'm going to wake up super pumped because I just gave y'all a great message. And you know what? What if I didn't put out this message? What if I hadn't talked into this microphone and said these words and didn't touch you today? Maybe you didn't need to hear this, but maybe you did. That's the part that gets me excited because maybe it's not something you needed to hear, but what if it was? That's pretty powerful stuff. Thanks so much, guys. I hope that you charge toward your passions and you stop letting these things hinder you from maximizing your potential because Money is not everything in the world. And you know what? You have time on your hands. So go attack your passions. And I believe in you. So start believing in yourself. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Misunderstood Podcast. I love hearing from you guys. And I want you to take a screenshot of this episode tag at misunderstood.podcast on Instagram and share a takeaway from today's episode. Something you love, something you wanted more of, whatever it is, it helps me learn what you guys want to hear. Please consider leaving a review on iTunes or Spotify. I want to give a special shout out to my friends at Hatch for producing this episode. If you are looking to launch a podcast or if you already have one, you can get unlimited podcast editing by visiting usehatch.fm. That's usehatch.fm. Thanks so much, guys. Until next week, this is your misunderstood Kelly Hall.